Welcome everybody, this is Paul with the Discovery Ed Podcast. This week we're going to be talking about the prefrontal cortex. And Ray is going to be the presenter tonight. So Ray, go ahead and take the mic, buddy. Hey, um, yeah, just talking about the prefrontal cortex a little bit, um, <clears throat> as well as this law that explains a little bit about how our emotions affect our ability to make decisions. Um, prefrontal cortex is, uh, it's in the front of our brain, makes up about 10% of the brain. And it's involved in many functions. Um, but, you know, by definition, it's uh, best known for executive functions. So the ability uh, for the uh, brain to take part in things like planning, de- uh, decision-making, problem-solving, self-control, acting with long-term goals in mind. So it's uh, typically associated with willpower, our ability to, you know, make choices, make decisions, and take action. Um, I was reading a book the other weekend uh, while I was out to see. It's about uh, it's about trading, but I come across this thing called the yerkes dotson Law, and um, on a on a scale, you know, on a graph from left to right is arousal and stress. So from zero to a hundred. On the left side of that is from poor all the way up to ideal in terms of performance. So on that graph, it looks like a hill, and what that's basically uh, referring to is that when we have too much arousal or stress, it takes us out of our, our ideal zone of performance. And I realize how that applied to everything in life. We tend to think uh, that when we're overwhelmed with negative emotions or negative feelings or, you know, um, stress, things like that, that, you know, most of us already acknowledge that we don't perform at our best. What was interesting to me is that uh, to realize that also when you have too many or too much emotion on the positive side, you know, uh, it could be a sense of euphoria, it could be excitement, those things can get, uh, those things can overwhelm the prefrontal cortex as well. So, um, been working myself with maintaining a balance. Um, we have to be mindful if we're becoming stressed or fearful or whatever emotion is uh, trying to basically hijack our our thinking or higher cognitive functions at that time. Um, because you'd be surprised how, you know, once that happens, it can take you down a path of irrational thinking and choices that go against what your, your objectives are. And that's because when our brain is overwhelmed, especially the prefrontal cortex, it, um, it, it literally shuts down and it's not able to tap into things like memory and knowledge, you know, a lot of things that we may know but in, the, in those moments, we're not able to easily access in order to make clear uh, decisions and, you know, in order, in order to plan towards uh, realizing those goals. 
et cetera, et cetera. So that's, again, it's the Yerkes-Dotson law, and uh, it's a very simple graph, and it's a very simple concept, but it's just um, stood out to me because I would always think that, you know, of course, if you're overwhelmed with negative emotions, you can't really think clearly, but uh, it helped me to see it and hear it, you know, put scientifically that the in those moments, the prefrontal cortex is literally getting overwhelmed by um, these intense emotions and it can't perform its intended uh, duties. And um, it's helped me a lot just being aware of that. So I wanted to share that. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Ray. Really appreciate your presentation. Um, I'm going to come back to you in a couple minutes, but I'm going to ask Jody a question or two. Thank you very much, Ray. Hey, Jody. Yeah. How did the, while you were in the service, how did you handle or how did you recognize negative emotion that comes from some of the characteristics of the prefrontal cortex. Say, for instance, uh, your whole life, how have you dealt with negative emotions in general? I think with uh, kind of like how Ray was talking about just your emotions, whether they're positive or negative, uh, they, they kind of cause you to kind of be spontaneous maybe uh, do things without really, like, analyzing it, without doing the pros and cons or things like that. You're kind of just thinking with emotions. Um, so you're not really going to make a probably the best decision because, like you said, you're, that's just going to be over overwhelming and you're just going to go off of how you feel, I guess. Um, I can't think of any, like, specific examples that really stand out. About, yeah, uh, about, for instance, uh, have you ever been in an argument with your partner or how did you uh, recognize that things were going too far? Um, yeah, I think any kind of confrontation kind of sparks that, that flight or fight type of defense where you really aren't listening anymore. You're really not thinking of how the conversation, how you want it to go or things like that. So yeah, I can see where, where that plays a part. All right. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that response there, Jody. Let's go back to Ray. Ray? What's up, Paul? When, uh, when um, 10 years ago, when you came with the Discover It method, um, when you had negative emotions, how did you handle negative emotions then prior to 10 years ago versus the way you handle them now? Uh, <clears throat> even up to... More recently, uh, just uh, becoming 
blinded by them. You know, basically they can convince you that of all sorts of things. If you're being driven by your emotion, it can cause you to think uh, like you're cursed or everything's against you or you'll never succeed. You know, one failure can cause you to think you'll never be able to succeed. And if you're constantly thinking about that, um, you won't try very hard to succeed. You think there's no use because you're cursed or every, you know, the whole universe is working against you. So, um, the difference between in and out is knowing that that's, uh, just, you know, emotion overwhelming the, your ability to think clearly and to make, uh, you know, solid judgment and, um, wise choices. And so to be able to deal with that, you know, look at that head on versus being so, uh, wrapped up in its, in that, you know, thought process. Very good. I think, uh, yesterday you and I were talking, Ray, and, uh, you were mentioning how quickly things can change, uh, in a heartbeat. Um, how sometimes when we get tried into our lives, we have a tendency to, uh, overlook the fact that it's going to try harder at those particular times to uh, come into our lives and try to interrupt the uh, day that we're having. And it's so, so important to realize, just like we were talking, that uh, you have got to be on call all the time because it wants to do nothing but come in and Steal, kill, and destroy your dreams and your life. And that's the sad part of all this past program conditioning. It's it's become a habit. It's become a program to constantly keep you alert because the slightest possible opportunity that it gets, it's going to interrupt and try to bring you back to the same old, same old that hold on you and control that he had had all these lives your whole life. And uh, very important, use the discovery method, the one, one step one, identify what's going on in your life, what condition you're in. Number two, confront. Realize that uh, after you identify what's going on, to make a choice and to positively take that step to work on making the right choice. And step three, becoming proactive. Take the action to do the opposite of what you always have done and uh, stay on that journey of self-discovery. Be aware at all times and don't allow it to come into your life and hang you up in any way, shape, or form. Really appreciate the uh, conference call this evening. Anybody like to say anything before we get off this evening? All right, gang. Next Thursday night, 
7.30. Ask your friends, relatives, and your enemies. Be on call 7.30 next Thursday night. Call phone number 518-992-1035. Access code 655-145. See you next Thursday night at 7.30. Bye.